All right, folks, welcome back to a special end of the year episode of Words from Blurs. I am JT. By my side, as always, is my host, Adu. How are you feeling, bud? Oh, I'm feeling pretty good. How are you uh, feeling about this year's uh, <laughs> movies? It's been a really good and bad year for movies. It's kind of been up and down. You know, we got mm-hmm. a lot of... A lot of hits or misses. And misses. Yeah, a lot of hits and misses. A lot of misses. And a lot of disappointing misses. Like, there clearly there were some that were obviously going to be misses, but some that weren't so obvious that uh, they're outstanding. Oh, yeah. Of course. Well, let's just get into our um, our we're lists. Yeah, of we're starting out with our uh, worst lists. Now, just a, a quick note. This is before... Have, well, have have you seen Knives Out, Rise of Skywalker, Uncut Gems, or Cats? Well, Neither. Cats has come out. Not, you've, you've none, seen none of them. them. Okay, so this is before either of us have seen Knives Out, Rise of Skywalker, which obviously hasn't come out yet, Uncut Gems, or Cats. So after seeing those, it may change our list. I do have... My guess that where three of those movies will be on my list. So. Okay. So. I feel Cats will definitely be one of the worst. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then Skywalker and Knives Out, I feel, are probably going to be oh, decent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. So I'm going to go first uh, for my top five worst of the year. Uh, number one, The Fanatic. Oh. God. Oh, yeah. Oh, you, you're starting out with one. Yeah. Oh, I sh- should I work my way up? I mean, well, you, you start from five. Okay. Yeah, well, damn it. Spoiler alert. Yeah, there's your number one. But yeah, that's okay. not a surprise. Well, okay, I'll explain that later then. Yeah. Number five, Glass. Oh, really? Glass. Yeah, yes, Glass, directed by M Night Shyamalan. Ding dong. Sorry, M Night Shyamalan. And it's because like, and it's only it's number five because of the movies. It had the most potential to be better than it was. Like Split was great. To me, it was split. It was a really it was good great, movie. but it. then the dialogue and the action in this movie, it, for it felt weird. Some of the some of the things that the, a lot of the characters were saying, they literally were speaking as though they were coming from a comic book, and the whole point of the movie was to kind of now, break the the main stars, Bruce Willis and James McAvoy's characters, out of the idea that they are comic book heroes. You don't think that may have been on purpose? Like I'm, he wanted it to have like a. It was it feel was a little was... dis like it was a little disorienting when I when I was hearing it. So I don't care if it was on purpose. It it didn't work for me. Okay. It didn't work for me, and um, I feel like the ending could have been handled better. Really? Yeah. I mean, I don't know how. Do you want you want to go into it or you just you want to spoil it for? Uh... Oh, I mean, sure, we can go okay, into it really okay. quickly. Um, what didn't what didn't you like about the ending? Spoilers for uh, I really West. didn't like that. Basically, um, Sarah Paulson's character is a part of this secret society of of America or maybe the world. I'm I'm guessing that knows that comic book or superhero like characters or like people in the world actually exist, and their sole purpose is to suppress the the public knowing about them. Mm. That seems very um, lackluster of a, of a reveal. It seemed like a very lackluster reveal. And we got James McAvoy dying. Bruce Willis dying. What, he he drowns? He drowns? He, de- he That's how he dies? Like, he literally, his death almost, like, I mean, I know both of their deaths kind of push forward the idea that supers live in this world because mm-hmm. the, the footage is then released by their by, the, by their respective families. But I just feel as though their deaths were 
mediocre and I feel as though underwhelming underwhelming is a perfect word I feel I, I feel as though M. Night Shyamalan is good at starting out like these franchises like Unbreakable great little movie Split great er movie and a solid ending that you know uh made it a part of the whole uh, Unbreakable yeah and I felt universe for I, and character. I felt like in, in this movie Glass which was about the title character Elijah Glass mm. he was hardly even in the movie like he was in the I think the last half of the movie and when he was he didn't speak for the most part and when we first were introduced to him and he didn't start speaking until the very end that's disappointing it, especially since the same now how did you feel about Sam Jackson's performance I felt as though uh, I understood it why he was he was kind of a catatonic um, he's an intellectual, so clearly they want to drug him up because, you know, he's he's super super smart, mm. and so he's clear he's good at manipulation. He's he, you just got to sedate somebody like this okay. because they are going to manipulate their way out, or they're going to manipulate their way into killing people, just like he did in the events that led to Unbreakable, uh, in that movie. Okay. So overall, you just didn't like it because it was disappointing. It was disappointing. Okay. It was uh, it was disappointing. That that if that's how you're going to end uh, some a so-called unbreakable trilogy, mm. god awful. All right. What was your number four? Men in Black International. <laughs> Again, it's lower on the list because there was potential here in this franchise, and also we have Tessa Thompson, Chris Hemsworth. They had great chemistry in Thor Ragnarok. Um. The, we have uh, Gary F. Gray. Oh, am I saying that right? F. Gary Gray. F. Gary Gray. F. Gary Gray of um, Charlotte Compton of Friday mm. of Fast and Furious Eight. Well, he did eight. Was it eight or seven? Sure. He did. He did. You know, he did Fate of the Furious. Okay. Fate of the Furious. I mean, is there really much of a difference? No. <laughs> yeah, but regardless, this movie just it just did not work, and a lot of the re- a lot of that is I, I I looked into it. A lot of that is because the producers had their hands in the cookie jar. They didn't give um, oh, F. Gary uh, Gray. Yeah, was a lot of creative differences. Okay. And, you know, producers, of course, call rank because they are technically above the produ- the director, in a sense, because okay. it's their money they're putting up and blah, 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 blah. But this movie was boring. It was kind of cut by the numbers. Chris Hemsworth kind of plays the same guy he played in um, Ghostbusters, t- um, to me, as well as... Uh, oh, the dumb guy? Yeah, okay. he kind of plays the dumb agent. He's, he, I just don't. I, he's a womanizer. He's having sex with aliens. Literally, the whole point of Men in Black is because they, uh, is that they are a secret organization that just dresses in black suits and no one really knows about them. Literally, a nine-year-old girl is not even looked at. Hey, does anyone else live in this house? Like in the beginning, Tessa Thompson's uh, as a her character as a child mm. sees her parents get denuralized. And the agents didn't think to maybe check surroundings. They didn't think to check. I mean, it, it literally came down to lazy writing and kind of F. Gary Gray on autopilot. <laughs> it sounds like you're saying F. Gary Gray for making this movie. Yeah, I, I mean, that's his name. <laughs> but, I mean, F. Gary Gray to the producers. <laughs> F those guys. Because re- I, I feel like he probably had a great vision. Like yeah. I, It really bo- bothers me when specifically black directors, they have these interesting visions mm. um, creatively and they're signed on for these massive projects and then for some reason or another, 
producers cre- get involved and then, create you know. producers get involved with creative differences and then what could have been a, a great movie we'll never see is up in smoke just like with uh Rick Famu Famuia Famuiwa Famuiwa I have no idea what you're trying Rick to say Rick Famuiwa when he was attached to direct the flash Oh yeah yeah okay from dope yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I would oh, I still would have loved to see what that guy would have done with the flash but you know yeah. say lovey all right, number three. Whoa, what is my number three? Oh, uh, yeah, Dark Phoenix. Oh, okay. That cluster, cluster bomb of shit. Because I, I didn't think it was that bad. I mean, it was bad, but I was like, yeah. I, I felt as though they were, I mean, okay, so my thoughts are they were trying to work off of what they clearly failed on in X-Men The Last Stand, mm. and it did not they did not do a great job. First, there were like dozens of rewrites, reshoots. Uh, apparently, they were going to, the aliens that were the villains were going to be the scrolls. But because Captain Marvel beat them to the punch, they had to do some last minute revisions and change things around. And the, mo- the, the overall product of the movie was god awful. Debatably, probably the least memorable X Men villains out of the movies. Ever. Yes, they the were. Oh, they were so a, bland. Who was uh, uh, the, the main Jessica, actor? Uh, 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 Jessica, Sarah, uh, Jessica uh, Chastain. Yes, a complete waste of Jessica Chastain. Complete waste. Like, how do you go from her emotional? I mean, although it wasn't as good as the first, her emotional performance in it, chapter two. chapter two, to that bland ass, monotone alien in Dark Phoenix. You hate to see it. Yeah, I, I truly did. I hated to see this movie. And I, I really felt all the characters were underutilized. I think Ty Sheridan probably said dropped a couple f bombs. I like that, I guess. But overall, I didn't like how they handled Jean Grey again. Yeah. Didn't like how they handled uh, her romance with Scott. Uh, I felt Nightcrawler, who was clearly was set up to be a, a comedic foil or whatever, was underutilized. Uh, they, again, they. Um, put Quicksilver off to the sidelines before he could even see any, him do anything. Again, they, I think, and I get it's because you know, uh, literally, so fast, it would be done. No reason why you'd be able to stop him, but I don't know, man. I just, I don't know. To just completely just knock him off to the side for the entire rest of the movie it was just. Uh, and you would think that he has some type of speed healing. Yeah, you know something. what? I, I think he just broke his leg. My God. Yeah. What? 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 What is this? What? Your your powers make no sense. If. I, I don't, okay, whatever. And it's just, I just didn't care for it. Yeah. And uh, you already said your number one was. Did, did you forget? Do you really have to look again? Oh, well, number one was yeah. The Fanatic. Yeah. But I was go. on number three just now. Oh. Oh, but I thought my that was list number two. just my deleted <laughs> from my phone. <laughs> you remember what number two was? Oh, son of a you really don't remember what number two was? No. Uh, Hellboy. Okay. Number there two we go. was Hellboy. There we go. Hellboy. And I'm gonna say this again because of the potential in this movie mm-hmm. th- that it had to be great. You had perfect, pitch perfect casting and David Harbor from freaking from Stranger Things. Like, uh, you, you, I mean, he was still good in the role. Mm-hmm. He, he 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 was great in the role, but the movie he was in was incohesive. It was terrible. It was 
going in between in and out of different uh story arcs from different comics it was so weird it was so awful the action was terrible there were so, all these characters and shadow organizations that came out of nowhere without explanation as to what they were really there to do stitching together movie plots and uh, his and um you, you you waste Ian McShane. Yeah. You waste Ian McShane. Yeah. I mean, I'll, he he was kind of a dick in that movie though. Like I still prefer John Hurt's um Dr. Broomhold, mm-hmm. but the movie was just god awful. And it, again, chalk it up to studio and producer involvement. You know, they the, just don't know like Mila, Mila Jovovich said that she believes this movie will eventually become a, a cult classic. Good God, she's lying to uh, herself. God, nah, man. She must think that her that Resident Evil movies are going to become a cult classic. Well, classics. they have their fan base. I'm not part of them. But they're, they're literally people like 10, those. 15 years. Yeah, they're Gone. awful. They're terrible movies. They're God awful. They're so bad. But yeah. Uh, and your number one was. The Fanatic. Boom. It's a pleasure to meet you, Mr. Dunbar. Is Hunter Dunbar here tonight? That's enough. I need to get an autograph. Don't let him do this to me. I'm a fan. I'm a number one fan. Is it difficult to find famous people's houses? I use my star map app. You have to be careful. I don't want you to be accused of stalking. Hey, you can't just come to my private residence looking for me. John Travolta. John Travolta, why are you taking the Nicolas Cage career path? You are literally making dumpster fire movies and calling it art. Not art house movies. Dumpster fire movies. Uh, Please remind the people who exactly was the director and did he write it as well? You You have no idea who the director was? No. Really? You have no idea? Oh, this is fun. I get to tell you. Uh... Are you familiar with the song uh, Rolling? Rolling? Yes. Keep rolling, 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 rolling. Yes. Are you familiar with the uh, the band that made that song? Uh, one band called Limp Biscuit. Oh, y- Limp Biscuit directed yes. this. Yes. Oh, the yeah, Fred Durst of Limp Biscuit directed this film. Was he friends with John Travolta? I have I don't no see idea. Why John Travolta you really had no movie. idea. That is hilarious. Do, do you, you remember that scene in the movie when all out of nowhere the main character starts playing Limp Biscuit? It's like, wow, you don't listen to Limp Biscuit? This is a great song. How could you not listen to this? You didn't think that was weird? I, the whole movie was fucked. Up. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but the fact that the main character specifically pointed out that Limp Biscuit song, I can't believe you don't listen to us. These guys are legendary. You you remember that scene? Yeah, yeah. Oh, he wrote it as well. Yep, he directed and wrote this movie. Fred God, Durst. stay away from the director's <laughs> chairs. Stay away from the writer's desk. Stay away from the director's chair. You don't oh, need either of them. Neither yeah, of them. I love that you had no idea that Fred Durst from Lip Biscuit did this. Why would he do this? To, <laughs> I don't know. To me. I have no idea. You you were curious as to who who was who who was responsible for this? No, I really just wanted my eyes to stop vomiting. Sorry, hold on. I got to poop. <laughs> like, literally the first line of dialogue. I can't stay long. I got to poop. That was the first line, folks. I can't stay long. That I is poop. exactly 
what I wish I could have said throughout the whole movie. I can't stay long. I got to poo. This movie made me want to vomit and scratch my own eyes out. Mm. John Travolta literally, mm, literally had his, his arms around a man's neck and described him, that guy, he wanting that guy's head to be cut off by Freddy Krueger and rolled down the street and squished by trash. I mean, what the fuck is this movie? <laughs> Oh, so obviously we highly recommend it. <laughs> no, obviously. I mean, go waste your, your life. Literally add value oh, to your life by watching God. this movie. Ugh. Because I don't think anybody could direct an even shittier movie than this. Oh, really? I mean, maybe time will tell me why so. But <laughs> regardless, don't watch this movie. Number one fucking failure. Worst movie of the year for me. Oh, uh, and uh, you didn't have any dishonorables, right? No. Okay. So, boom. Here is my, bot. I guess, bottom five, top five, whatever. Worst movies of 2019. Number five, The Intruder. Whoo, this movie. I didn't see that movie. You didn't, you didn't was, see that it? That was with Megan Good and... Uh, yeah, yeah, Michael Ely and... Uh, oh Dennis my God. Quaid. Yeah, Dennis Quaid, man. I love that guy. Oh, uh, this movie, it was, it was amazing. It was, so Dennis, Qu- it's all about this guy, right? Dennis Quaid's playing this guy who's like crazy, right? And he, he doesn't want to sell this house, but he has to because he made some like bad investments. So he see, you know, Michael Ely and uh, Megan Good, who? Good Lord, my, Megan Good. Uh, Megan boy? Good just gets better and boy? better. <laughs> but yeah, back to the movie. Uh, so he has to sell it to them, but he doesn't really want to sell it. So he's like, all right, he sells it in, you know, quotation marks. But the whole movie, he's like hidden under this like secret bunker under the house. And like, <laughs> yeah, at night he like sneaks around. <laughs> you see Dennis Quaid sneaking around the house. <laughs> His face is killing me right now. You see, that? he's like, <laughs> yeah. So he's like living under the house because he really doesn't. Did, did they he, not... He's just obsessed with this house, man. Did they? When he drove off, where did he go? Just to the backyard? <laughs> well, the thing is, the the property is like huge. So yeah, and there's like woods around the house, and it's you know the, you get the feeling that Michael Ely he, he don't even want this fucking house. But Megan is like, no, it's our dream home. You know, we gotta, we can raise our kids. Megan, so he's like, Michael, let me, Michael Ely, where he works, it's like, it's like fucking twelve hours out or some ridiculous amount of time. So every morning he has to like wake up at six and drive so like far into the city, and come back. He lives so far out to this house, it's ridiculous. Like if it was Michael Ely, I'm like, sorry, bro, we gotta find another another home. This is ridiculous. Megan Good. Conti- even though, even when it's obvious that uh, Dennis Quaid is clearly into making good, because again, who wouldn't be? He's wouldn't trying to, he's trying to fuck making good, and it's obvious. And Michael, he's like, he sees, he's like, yo, back off, my girl. Making good's like, oh no, he's he's old, he's, oh, he's, and he's so, so nice. lonely, you know, it's fine. Yo, this, come on, man, like this dude is clearly weird. He's acting kind of funny. Like, come on, you, you, this is so blatant. You just feel bad for Michael Ely the entire movie. Um, there's this one scene, right, where Megan Good is showering, mm-hmm. and don't don't do that. Is that what and, makes and, this movie And Dennis R-rated? Quaid, right? Dennis Quaid, he he sees oh she's showering, so he opens his door slowly, 
right? And he does this face. He's like, mm. <laughs> Dennis Quaid does this face. And he like, you see him like, yeah. And he starts to take off his pants. I swear to God, this happened in the movie. Was he jerking off? <laughs> Yo, I don't know what this man was about oh, to I'd do. Take his pants if off. he was about to go into the shower with her, I don't know how he thought that was gonna go. I really don't know. I really don't know, bro. But like, he must have thought that. Yeah, guy, that black, that now, black, but, that African goddess is into him. <laughs> Michael Ely like came in and he's at the last minute. He's like, ah, shit. He puts his pants back on and runs off. Yo, he was like, oh, he, he almost caught me jerking off to his <laughs> in, wife. In the in the climax of the film, at one point, ah, this man, climax. like, God damn it, this man, like, <laughs> cat pounces on Michael Ely. He, like, sneaks down from the roof, right? And he, he, he pounces like a cat onto Michael Ely's back. You got to see this movie, bro. I'm telling you. <laughs> oh, God. But, yeah, The Intruder. Highly recommended. Oh, God. It sounds God awful. Oh, yeah. Number four, Shaft. Really? Yep. Okay, tell me why. Uh, it's Shaft, um, 2019. Ironically, I thought you would have put this on your honorable mentions, at least. Honorable? I thought, I don't know. I did not like this movie at all, bro. I, d- I did Maybe not I'm like forgetting. it. Yeah. Uh, what do you take when you get, you, you know, you take a property that hasn't really been relevant in the longest time. It wasn't even relevant when the first movie came uh, Yeah, yeah. Uh, Put it out to an audience where I mean, most of the people do they even really remember Shaft like that? Probably nope. not. Uh, you take an actor who is an amazing actor, but very clearly probably doesn't seem like he wants to be here that Are much. Are you referring to Sam Jackson? Yeah, I don't yeah, think he really he was, wanted to be I, there. I definitely felt he was phoning it in. Yeah, but there's no shade to him. I get it. It's it's. I mean, it's it's Shaft it's a paycheck. 2019. You know, it's a pay- This man is is a 71 year old man playing a 50 something year old man. And was he playing a fifty? He was playing a fifty-something-year-old. Yeah, you think Richard Roundtree's playing his father, and there's a Richard Roundtree looked. Be- I mean, no looks shade younger Sam Jackson. than he's, Sam Jackson. He's, he's a legend, so no disrespect. But I'm just saying he did. Yeah, and he's what well, I think maybe like five or six years older than Sam. Yeah, and playing his father. Yeah. Just because you're bald doesn't mean you look young. Oh, don't and don't. Did you you remember that a uh, de aging oh, effects that, that in, was in the beginning? That wasn't. That can't. Even was that makeup? That. Oh I can't my even god! It was that. like they put cake batter on their brother's face. It was. Oh, bad. never mind. Go ahead. But yeah, Chef Twenty Nineteen. Just uh, it. It wasn't funny, and it's always terrible when a comedy movie isn't funny. You know, it's one thing when a movie that's like dramatic or whatever, like it's funny on accident. But if a comedy isn't funny, there's no hope. You know, because what's there to laugh at? Number three, and honestly, I'm pretty surprised that I only put this in number three, but that just goes to show you how many bad movies there were. Uh, the legendary Netflix original, Sex Tuplets. Good fucking God. Yeah. That's my one honorable mention right there. <laughs> That's your dishonorable mention? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Sex Tuplets. Good fuck of my uh. brain. How did I forget that dumpster fire? Yeah, honestly, you fuck a dishonorable mention. That should be your new number one. <laughs> nah, Fanatic is still <laughs> Fanatic, okay, maybe number shitting two. on that movie. <laughs> Sex Tuplets, man. Uh, I want to formally apologize for uh, getting you to watch it because I didn't realize it was going to be this bad. I'll never forgive you for that. <laughs> it, was, it was bad. I had to take a break. I really did. I had to take a break for like a good 10 minutes and then come back to it. 
it it was it was so so awful like it gave me a headache of how bad it was Marlon Wayans why do you keep doing this to the black community in a year where we we ha- we got Queen and Slim we got uh what what else in great black cinema that came out this year uh what else oh hey, dolomite is my, my dolomite is my name you you give us sex tuplets man and Dolomite is my, is my name is on Netflix as well. He has the nerve to say he thinks that's his best movie. Oh, f- ooh, ooh. He had Fuck. the nerve to say no. that he thinks that's his best movie. No, he, he playing. He he was making a joke. No, he was he not. He was dead ass. He was dead serious. He said he what thinks he's at the top of his game. He's at the top of his game in this movie. Who keeps lying to this man? That was not your best movie, man. That that I wouldn't. Your go best movie hasn't that. even come out yet. Sex Tuplets. He said that about Sex Tuplets. Ah, oh, Jesus Christ, bro! Like, like what I was saying with the last entry about comedy, not unfunny comedies being the worst. There you go. There's nothing to laugh at here. It's it's you mix the nut, the worst parts of Nutty Professor with all of Norbit. You know, God. It, the, the, you get sex couplets. You do he doing the voice. He's like, he does the dumb voice. He does the ratchet black girl voice, and it's it's so, it's so bad, bro. I just. Like it, it, it still hurts me. It's like it's like a scar, you know, on my brain. How bad sex tuplets is. Oh no! It's literally has given me an aneurysm. It, I don't know. It gave me an aneurysm <laughs> while watching it. So I appreciate that you almost sent me into <laughs> anaphylactic shock. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You I'm should so be. Sorry. Put down. Don't. I'm, you know what? Do your own thing. I'm never <laughs> watching a movie that's not good. With it made you. it made for a great review. I feel like. <laughs> That was an hour and a <laughs> half of my life gone. I could have made love to a woman. Uh, oh, damn. I'm getting a headache now. Just thinking about sex stuff was actually. I'm not even playing. <laughs> uh, let's, let's move on to number two. What is your number two, Adu? Undercover Brother. Good God. Two. Didn't watch it, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> yeah, I just, you know what? Once I found out this movie was coming out, I felt like... It wouldn't be fair to make a worst of 2019 without at least seeing what this movie was like. And um, I want to slap myself from a week ago for even suggesting to myself that I watch it. I, I have I have a couple notes on the film. I'd love to hear them. Uh, So, Undercover Brother 2 is the sequel to the classic, hilarious film, Undercover Brother. Starring Eddie Griffith. Yes, that movie is actually funny. That movie has talent behind it. That movie, and Chappelle's in that movie. Yeah, was well written. Uh, so he literally just it, Undercover Brother has been no one from the first movie is in this movie. Undercover Brother is now played by Michael J. White, who is way, way too good for this. I don't know why he's doing this. That's because like, he's not getting any work. Ah, uh, that's and that's terrible because the dude is talented, man, and a great martial artist. Yeah, he's he's too good for this. I don't know why he's why he's in this, man. He doesn't. He, this is like something you do in like the beginning of your career, like his brother. Oh, undercover brother has a brother now. Who guess what? Isn't funny. Is that actually the the case? Was that was he playing his brother? Yeah. No, no. Oh, no, no, no. Michael J. White isn't playing undercover brother's oh, brother. He's playing undercover brother. Undercover brother has a brother named Lionel. And you know, honestly, just to save this dude, this this actor's. Reputation. I'm not even gonna say your name, bro. I'm I'm, I'm gonna save you, bro. Cause this this is just he does so many impressions that aren't funny. He he did Chris Tucker from Rush Hour. 
he he did Chris Tucker again. <laughs> <laughs> he, he does so many bad impressions. He he did this weird like eighties. This guy, the movie takes place. When did Undercover Brother come out? Like two thousand. Early two thousand. Yeah, early two thousands. But for some reason, he's dressed like it's the eighties, and not in the way like Undercover Brother is. He's dressed like. The Fresh Prince meets the 80s. I mean, no, I would say the Fresh Prince meets the 70s. Yeah. No, no, no. no, Not how Undercover Brother is dressed. I'm talking about how uh, Lionel, his oh. brother, is dressed. Oh. For some reason, even though it takes place in the early 2000s. Michael J. White literally just kind of walks into into the movie. That's that's like the first scene. He just walks onto scene. Um, There's a sequence, right, in the beginning where Undercover Brother does a secret handshake with the guy. The guy starts out, right? Full, he's wearing a suit. He's fully dressed with the suit on. Cut cut scene. All of a sudden, his jacket's gone. He's like, wait, what? Like, within the same scene. Cut again. His shirt is untucked. The editing on this movie is ridiculous. There's a montage, like, five minutes into the movie. Would you say that this movie is better than, um... What movie are you talking about? Oh, would you say that this movie, like, in terms of the way you're talking about the direction and everything, is like Black Dynamite? Don't insult Black Dynamite like that. Black Dynamite is good. It is. See, the thing is, Black Dynamite was an homage to, like, black exploitation movies. This is just bullshit. Undercover Brothers 2 is just bad. It's not an homage to anything. It's just bad. With Black Dynamite, like, the editing and stuff, those were, like, that was part of the joke. And it was actually funny. Yeah, it was part of the joke. That was good. It was a, you know, it was a, it was, you know, like, like I said, no mosh. Undercover Brother Two is just trash, bro. The the man is back. I, I assume recast. Oh, and guess what? the man, <laughs> the man has a son. By the way, I'll give you. What do you think the man's son's name is? The boy. No, <laughs> that's a good guess though. But no. The okay. The white boy. No. White man. No. The, the kid. No. Is it, is it the in front of it? No, there's no the. Man? You're getting closer. You give up? Boy? Nope. You want me Guy? to just say it? Nah. You want me to just say it? Yeah. Manson. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this movie. <laughs> <laughs> the man's son is named Manson. <laughs> so fucking lazy. Jesus Christ. Yo, they didn't even try, dog. So then... In the in the first act, uh, Lionel and Undercover Brother get frozen Captain America style, and there's a time skip to 2019. What? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I wasn't expecting that. Oh, and by the way, it's so obvious that they're just under, Austin like, Power style. Yeah, yeah. It's so obvious they're under like some plastic covering and not ice. The the thing fucking shakes when people step on it. It's so it's clearly plastic. Like, then come on, bro. So my God, the new cast of the Brotherhood. Is a uh, Chief Honey, uh, Afion Crockett as sarcastic brother Afion Crockett, another comedian who's way too good for this and is actually funny. Gary Owens, yes, that's right, you heard me, Gary Owens. Do you know who Gary Owens is? The comedian. No. The white comedian. Oh yep, I do. As militant brother. See, I'm sorry. <laughs> the joke is that Gary Owens identifies as African American. <laughs> He's transracial. If y'all can see the face on the look on his face right He's now. He's transracial. I, I guess that's what they're going for. 
<laughs> and he's militant brother. He's the militant. I brother. don't want to see. <laughs> we got Harvard brother, who's you know obviously the smart guy, and uh, unattainable sister, whose whole thing is uh, she's you know. Uh, yeah, she's, you know. a, she's always. You, you can't games. get with this, you know that type. Oh, except for undercover brother, of course. Uh, so Lionel, you know, they 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 find Lionel. They get him out of the coma, and he's like, "We can't get undercover brother because he's still in a coma." They get Lionel to figure out where the man is because he's been missing for so long. You know, he's just why been look for the man? Just let him they, be. I, I, I don't even remember. That doesn't why. even make there fucking was, sense. Why look for your enemy if I, they are dormant? I don't know. Or they they're just gone altogether. What I, the? I sh- think they thought he was coming up with some plan or something. But Lionel shows up in whiteface, uh, to a bar, uh, and he finds the man who's basically a drunk hobo now, and uh, man, man's son Manson has taken over his organization. See, Manson, get this. His plan is to flood the world with a drug called woke. That is W-O-K-E, woke. See, the woke drug, what it does is it makes people like super, you know, liberal and like super, you know, friendly and uh, accepting to everyone. And you see my nostrils flaring up right now. Yeah, but there's a side effect to where uh, it it makes, after a certain period of time, it makes people uh, petty uh, quick to anger, um, very argumentative. Basically, it turns them into quote unquote SJWs. You know, that's the joke they're going for. It's it's really what's very an SJW? Clever. I do. Uh, that would be a social justice warrior. Oh, yeah. That's that's the joke. It's not a very good joke. It's, it's a very not, obvious joke. It sounds god awful. Yeah, and honestly, the second half of the movie is just it's so bland. This is not even worth talking about. It, a lot of the terrible stuff is in the first half, which is part of the reason why I put it above. Uh, above what was the? Uh, do you remember what I put for number? For your number? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which is part of the reason why I put it above sex tuplets, because sex tuplets, while awful, is at least memorable. Undercover Brother Two, the entire second half, it's like it's so bland. It's not even worth talking about, you know. But yeah, Undercover Brother Two, highly recommended. Now, my number one movie of tw- oh, number one worst movie of 2019, The Fanatic. That's enough. I need Jack. to get an autograph. Don't let him do this to me. I'm a fan. I'm a number one fan. Is it difficult to find famous people's houses? I use my star map app. You have to be careful. I don't want you to be accused of stalking. Hey, you can't just come to my private residence looking for me. Listen, pal, I don't know how you found me, but I don't ever want to see you in this neighborhood again. <laughs> yeah, we got the same number one. I mean, it's like, you know, Justin already went over it. It's bad. It's directed and written by the guy from Limp Biscuit. I mean, if that don't tell you enough, I, th- there it is. Although I will say this to John Travolta, he committed. Like, yeah, you he know, committed. it's not like it's a bad performance. It's the character. It you know, it's it's the character that he's playing. It just is. You know, it's not a bad performance. He goes all in. And what was with those weird drawings? Dude, did they ever like go into what those were supposed to nope. mean? No. Oh, and the ending is—it turns into like Saw or something. Like, what? What was with that ending, where uh, Devin Sawa 
who's the uh, the other main actor in the movie, he's, like, shooting him up and, like, torturing him. It just got weird and, like, dark out of nowhere. I don't know, man. It was... Uh, I just... I don't know. That movie is just... It's really bad. It's definitely the worst of 2019. Um, dishonorable mentions. One of which I think you'll find pretty interesting. Uh, Dumbo 2019. Mm. The Addams Family. Mm. Uh, yeah. I, I didn't think it was very good. What Men Want. Mm. Uh, the Lion right. King 2019. Hellboy. Mm. Men in Black International. Mm. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Mm-mm. Yeah. I, I, did, I really did not like that movie, dude. Stuber. Mm, and Stuber. this one is... Okay, so I did put Loquitia. That was supposed to be but, in my in my list. But I, I didn't feel comfortable putting it on my list because technically I did not see it out of principle. But I read the synopsis. I know what it's about. I know all about it. I feel like I know enough to put it on my worst of list. I didn't feel I comfortable didn't putting I, it on. I, yeah. I took the same approach. Yeah. That's why I, like, I, I'll put it in my dislike. I just saw like two trailers. That was all yeah, I needed. Yeah. Out of principle, I didn't see it. Don't don't watch that movie. All right. Now we're about to transition to our top five best movies of 2019. Okay. And starting with number five, Avengers Endgame. Mm. The penultimate movie of what? Has it been 10, 11 years? Yeah, 10, 11 years, something like that. Of Marvel movies. I mean, Jesus. Thanos, yeah, he took a bigger role in uh, Infinity War, but this movie brought the team together. We see Tony Stark going through another... Tony Stark is probably one of the most fleshed-out characters, I would say, in the entire MCU. Maybe even in all of comic book history, I would say, because he's had his his own trilogy. He's been in several movies. He's been in... Well, that weren't just his. I mean, he's... He's gone from being a playboy, billionaire, to, I mean, still a billionaire and philanthropist, yeah. but to a family man who ends up, who probably wouldn't have, wouldn't have given a shit about anybody from that first movie to the ultimate sacrifice in this one. Like, he has one of the most, the one of the most... I, I, character arcs? Satisfying character arcs that I, I, I would say that I've seen and that I've, I've followed along with. For over ten years, I agree. I agree, and uh, I mean that's not to say any of that. The, the great performance that uh, Robert Downey Jr. has turned in as Tony Stark in all those movies that he's appeared in—it's yeah, it's amazing. It's, yeah, it's nothing short of charismatic and and awesome. Um, the action, great. I mm-hmm. mean, here and there, but I mean overall, great. Mm. It was a lot of great emotional beats. A lot of a lot of. Um, Easter eggs, a lot of writing some things from the past of the MCU and a lot of things corrected, a lot of things left up in the air um, that will lead to the future, whether it's in the the Disney Plus series or the upcoming Marvel movies. Um, This series, I mean, these series of movies have been nothing but awe-inspiring. They've been nothing but connective. They've, They've connected, they're connected to each other without overarching one one another if that makes sense like yeah. there can be an Iron Man and then there can be a Captain America movie there can be a Thor movie and then a Black Panther movie mm. you know like and not they don't all have to come help one another on their own you know 
Unless, I mean, sp- unless thing, you're Spider-Man. That's the thing people were asking for the longest time is why didn't so-and-so come and help so-and-so if they're in the same universe? Yeah, and now it's like, okay, they can do that in a team-up movie, but it doesn't necessarily need to happen in a solo movie. Yeah. Um, so I, I just think this movie is, was, was well done. It was handled well. And it, it took um, this movie over the top to being the most financially successful movie of all time, just barely edging out over... Um, Avatar after a, re- a re-release, of course. And I mean, you know, we know which one has the bigger pop culture footprint. Indeed, we do. Real. Indeed, we do. So, uh, what's your number four? Uh, Joker, starring Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, interesting. I mean, this I was w- expecting it to be higher on your list. I mean, it probably should have been maybe like number three, but I yeah, it's also number three. Uh, but Joker, I mean, Jesus Christ, the performances, the performance by Joaquin Phoenix is nothing short of spectacular. Oh yeah. This, if, this, you, you, this, if you recall, I remember when the trailer first dropped, I was like, this is either going to be amazing or terrible. And I knew it was going to be amazing because I haven't seen that one bad Joaquin Phoenix movie. Yeah. The, yeah. Guy, the guy is very right. selective with, with his roles. True. He doesn't want anything that doesn't have meat. Well, I mean, you know, the vegan. He doesn't have, you know, <laughs> but it substance. Was just, you know, I, I didn't know what to expect. It was the director of the, uh, the, hangover, the hangover movies. And I actually like the Hangover movies, but I'm just saying, I, I don't I, see I, that I like guy them too. making this type I think of, the first one is, is the better. This type of film. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't yeah. sure. And the cinematography. Oh, oh my God. God. Yeah. Fucking astronomical. You can't even really tell where they did the CG yet. Because I know certain scenes they did CG, but you can't even really tell. Yeah, I, oh, the CG was subtle. It was like... um. New York City street, they added some cars, like some New York City cars. That was mm-hmm. like it. And like overall, great movie. I, we gave it a five out of five, I believe. This movie is, is uh, it's also one of one of the highest grossing movies this year. It made over a billion dollars. It really connected with audiences. I mean, that says a lot. This small kind of indie art house kind of movie. Well, I mean, it, 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 I mean, it's still a DC. I mean, the, the, the property starring one of the most popular villains of all time. Yes. I, that I, I, I know, but at the end of the day, it is kind of an art house movie and it is a drama. It's a drama. I and, don't know about calling it. And art dramas, house. drama for sure. Dramas house, don't, that's pushing drama. It. I don't think I've ever seen a drama quite succeed like this in recent years. Highest grossing R-rated movie. It beat Deadpool, right? It beat Deadpool, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It beat Deadpool domestically, internationally, and overall box office. Mm. So hats off to that movie. Hats off to Todd Phillips and Joaquin Phoenix because, wow. Mm-hmm. Number three, John Wick Parabellum. Oh, fuck's sake. I love me some Keanu Reeves. Put John Wick shoot, over Joker? Shooting shit really? up. All right, man. <laughs> shooting the shit. And he did. We we, we were introduced to uh a, to Halle Berry's character who has a past with John, um Lawrence Fishburne. Literally, this movie is turning is about kind of turning the I guess the criminal underworld he's from kind of on its head. And the action, the action, every movie, the action is is notched up just a little. Mm. And this movie it takes it completely over the top. You got John Wick riding a horse, stabbing a guy on the bike. You got literally John Wick has, was thrown through like eight different tables at one time. You got John Wick at once, not uh, not at the same right time, but like so one right, literally one right after the other. After like the second table, he wasn't like, "Yo, stop putting me through tables." Mm, no, oh, okay. I think it might not be tables. I think like glass cases. Okay, glass cases. 
like the 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 fighting the the weapon the use of weapons is fucking amazing it literally won't say it aroused me but it aroused me God. so that's why you didn't put joker at number three because it didn't arouse you correct okay it aroused my heart not, not, not. oh um just a little disclaimer uh, the, these lists are out of the movies that we saw this year, so if there's something you were expecting or something that you wanted, it's a chance that we just didn't see it. And if there is, tell us. Yeah. Shoot us a message, comment, and we'll give it a look if it's worth it. Don't give me no sex tablets bullshit. Don't give me none of that. I don't want it. I'll take it. I, or or Undercover Brother. I don't want nothing no, like that. No, seriously, brother, give the undercover you know what? a chance. Might, Folks, you might this, like is, it. this is the you perfect time to, to introduce a new segment on this show that we're going to be starting up soon. It's called AIR, okay? <laughs> we're going to be coming up for AIR pretty often. <laughs> AIR is an acronym for Adu's Ironic Reviews, okay? Look forward to those because they he will be really done. Doesn't want to watch the they will be done anymore. by and only by him. That's how tired Sex Tuplets made him. He don't even want to just he just give him a chance. No so, more. folks, look out for those air segments. They're coming soon to some earbuds near you. Okay. Uh, what's your number two? My man? number two <laughs> is it it because I relate to it on a sense. Well, I don't relate to it, but I would like to. Uh, the Long Shot, starring Seth uh, Rogen and Charlize Theron. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, it's kind of a. Is Dramedy? this just because your cousin was in there? Who? Seth Rogen. Y'all yeah, not related? Yeah, you go fuck <laughs> Go jump off a bridge. <laughs> Stand in traffic for three hours and see you come out on the other side. Don't look like Seth Rogen. God damn it. Anyway, movies about a semi-overweight nerdy guy with glasses who I'm happens to be anything. who happens to be a reporter and he's a port reporter that's always in the thick of it and Charlize Theron who happened to be his former babysitter slash crush see that's the part where I was like is running for president what so you you Charlize Theron is like a lot older than this dude clearly because oh. in the movie that she was his babysitter. Yeah, but like So, huh? She was a teenager, he was a preteen. That's how Well, that then works. why the fuck is a preteen have a babysitter? Exactly. That's just the storyline of the movie. Okay. Uh anyway, we kind of just follow them along their adventures. Her, him loosening her up, him and her uh kind of teaching him r- responsibility and kind of seriousness and taking your future as you want it and it's all it's all about them kind of just finding each other again and kind of falling in love and it really is a beautiful touching story because I myself am in in love with an older lady and I was like wow I felt that lol You put this movie at number two because you you're. Well, it's, so it's also just a, it, it was full of laughs like and, and genuine moments that I I just really <laughs> thoroughly enjoyed. Okay, who are you to judge you me? Put this movie over Joker. Who are you to y'all? judge me, you sir? Put this movie over Joker. Joker is is a top tier, yes, but it's it would be too obvious to make it high. Uh, okay. Okay, number one, another one that's actually a little too obvious that I made high, but whatever. It's Shazam. 
daily bats. I choose you as champion. Hello? Say my name so my powers may flow through you. But I don't know your name, sir. Shazam. Wait, for real? Say okay! Shazam? Shazam is the is the the superhero meets big Christmas movie I didn't know I wanted, and that really was a low key Christmas movie, huh? It just kind of snuck it in there. It wasn't low key, literally. It was took it in the place trailers? during Christmas. I know, I mean, yeah, but that wasn't like in the trailers or nothing. Mm. And did it come out during the summer? It came out in April. Oh, April. Okay, I could have sworn it was the summer. I mean, it is. Yeah. I mean, technically, I feel like it should have came out. <laughs> when Aquaman came out, and Aquaman should yeah. came out maybe in April. Yeah, this uh, should have switched release dates, but it but is I mean, I, both are technically successful regardless. So, um, this movie is about Billy Batson, uh, who's an orphan on not on the run, but on the hunt, should I say, for his birth mother, and played. Uh, uh, do you remember what Asher, Asher Angel? Asher, he did a dope job. As did, that a, character. did a dope job. It's really concerning, though. Asher, what he's he, you say what Billy was maybe twelve, thirteen in that movie. Oh yeah, the <laughs> next time we see him, that, that man's gonna be thirty years old. He's gonna have a whole movie. Mustache. Movie comes see, out in twenty twenty two. Them Stranger uh, Things kids look like now. Yeah, well, you see how they Luke, did. The, Lucas, uh, Lucas is a black one, right? Yeah, dude has a mustache. Bruh, the next Stranger, the next season of Stranger Things is gonna have to be like the college years or something, high school or something, man. Bro, yeah, Jeez. and I mean, but did you see what they did with what they did in uh, it chapter two when they kind of dehated oh, the kids? Oh, yeah, but it, well, okay, people said they could tell. I personally couldn't tell. I think if you didn't know that they de-aged them, you wouldn't, you wouldn't tell. be able to tell. Okay, yeah, like it, it it was fairly seamless. The only thing that I could tell was that their voices were clearly modulated. Like, yeah, like mm. there were voiceovers because Richie. And a lot of the kids, you could tell. Oh yeah, there was a lot of obvious ADR. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot I remember of, that. Yeah, especially with the the little hyperactive. I think that was that was that uh, Richie's glasses. Okay, yeah. Well, yeah, the hyperactive one, yeah. whose mom is kind of weird. Yeah. That he kind of ended up having sex with his mom. <laughs> it's funny because it's the same actress. Yeah, he's he sex his mom. Pretty clever. That's really weird. <laughs> anyway, uh, and he's also in Shazam. Yes. Actually. Yeah. Um. Yeah, this movie was just a. It was a really feel good time. Um, I think it was a breath of fresh air for DC. Uh, it was a little bit more cohesive, but it was fun at the same time. And it's a step in the right direction. Mm-hmm. And I look forward to seeing how Black Adam interacts with Shazam moving forward. Very interesting because uh, those characters have... I mean, obviously, it's his arch nemesis, so they, you got to put them together. But those but movies same. are going to have seemingly uh, very different tones. Yeah, especially since uh, the next villain for Shazam they're setting up is uh, the talking caterpillar guy. Yep, the talk doctor or something. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, hopefully we see more Shazams and less Men's of Steel. I'm sorry. Hopefully we see more Shazams and less Man of Steel. Boom. Bat 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 every time, bro. Right. Every time. You know, <laughs> your hairline is terrible. <laughs> what are your honorable mentions? Anyway, my honorable mentions are uh, 
number five is Jojo Rabbit. I, I saw that movie briefly, and it's a delightful little comedy with uh, slight touches of drama, but it's it's great, and um, it definitely I wouldn't say it paints Hitler in a in a better light. It just makes fun of Hitler in a light that you are comfortable with. Yeah, uh, number three is How to Train Your Dragon Three. Uh, number four, sorry, is How to Train Your Dragon Three. The I think it was called The Lost World. Yeah, probably. Um. Jurassic Park? No, How to Train Your Dragon. Uh, yeah, but it's The Lost World. I'm like, what? Dang it, what is that movie? Whatever. How to Train Your Dragon 3, the the last one. Okay? That, I all all three of the movies have really, every time I watch one, two, or three now, I it brings out some type of emotion in me. You feel these bonds between Hiccup and his dragon and the loss, the potential loss of that dragon, if if it ever came to pass, and Hiccup, we've we've kind of grown up with him since the first movie. He's a, he lost his leg. He's grown a beard. He's become the king of his village. Um, he's found his mom, so to speak. I don't know if I could follow a guy whose name was Hiccup. Yeah, you you wouldn't think that, would you? But you can you can kind of get behind it once yeah. you see the movie. King Hiccup. Yeah, well that's. That's gonna be hard, but it was a good movie and I enjoyed it, and I think a lot of people did too. It was a great send off for those characters. Number three, a beautiful day in the neighborhood. The mist. I wouldn't call it a biopic necessarily, but kind of. Um, From what I heard, it was like half narrative, half like. Based on a true story. Th- yeah, based on a true story type of movie. I haven't seen it, it yet, but it lo- I'm I'm I've been meaning it's, to. It's it basically good. about a reporter who's going through a rough patch with his wife. Okay. With his own family, and kind of, um, he's kind of jaded by by his career, by the world. Mm. Um, but then he's sent on assignment by uh, to interview Mister Rogers, and it's kind of the the teachings he gets from Mister Rogers kind of uh, lighten his life a little bit, allows him to see see his life and his family and love and the people in the world from a a much happier, brighter perspective. Uh, much as you would from uh, a close neighbor. Okay. Um, and it's it's a little delightful film. Uh, Tom Hanks is great um, as Mr. Rogers. He's clearly not like pitch perfect, but I mean, if he's as close as anybody could get to Mr. Rogers, as I, I think. Did you know that Chet Hanks actually also played Mr. Rogers in the episode of Drunk History? That's his son. Wait, is Chet Hayes his son? You said who? Chet. H- wait. Which one? No, um, which one is his brother? Is whose brother? Uh, Tom Hanks's brother. He has a brother. That's yeah. a famous brother. Yeah, he was in Dexter. My bad. I'm not thinking of Chet Hayes. I'm thinking of the, uh, the 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 other one. Chet Hayes is the rapper. Tom Hanks' brother. Tom Hanks has no brother. Yeah, he does. Or maybe he's his cousin or something. I mean, he looks like him. He has a son, a famous son. Yeah, but that's not who I'm talking about. I said Jim Hanks, name. Larry Hanks. Those are Tom Hanks' brothers. Who's in Dexter? Uh, I have no maybe idea. Maybe he is his son. Colin Hanks? Is that yes, Colin That's Hanks. his son. Oh, that's his son. Oh. Well, yeah, he played Mr. Rogers in an episode of Drunk History. I'm trying to gank him. It's kind of funny enough. Yeah, yeah ironic, kind of, yeah. so to speak. Maybe you should review that. Talk about that. The in episode the, of Drunk History? Yeah, maybe you should review uh, an episode of Drunk History. In your, uh, <laughs> but that Drunk History is actually funny. It is. The whole point is to review bad things. Well... You know, you can sneak something good in there every once in a while. 
Uh, but it was a good movie. Uh, no alcohol required. <laughs> Jeremy Johns. Anyway, uh, number two, which was a little bit of a surprise to me because of the director um, and his track record, but Alita Battle Angel. Mm. I, I quite like that movie. Mm. I honestly would like to see a sequel. Uh, maybe not at the direction of of um, Robert Rodriguez. I mean, he did a he did a a serviceable job. I'm not gonna knock him. This movie was pretty dope. He did a serviceable job for this movie, but I I kind of feel as though a lot towards the end, a lot of um, it's kind of cartoony. Uh, he kind of requests his actors to be a little cartoony. If, okay. Does that make sense? Like yeah. kind of like he, he animated. Yeah, very animated and kind of hammy that is the word hammy and animated mm. and you could kind of see that towards the tail end especially with a character played by edward norton who was uh kind of the secret bat the villain um introduced in the end of the movie and i i was like can we maybe i i get what you're doing but can we maybe get somebody else to direct this okay. because he's not gonna do it justice got you and uh, what's your last honorable mention? Dolomite is my name, baby. Oh. One of uh, Eddie Murphy's comeback movies, you feel me? Uh, you know. Why uh, are you talking like that? What? what are you talking like what? Cause That's not even how they talk. They did not say cuz. I ain't, I don't, I, I'm talking like this. This is how I talk. Okay. This is what I do. All okay? Right. All right. All right. <laughs> okay. Don't this you know this is Eddie Murphy's comeback Whatever movie, you baby. Say, OT Genesis. This w- sh- shut your mouth. Shut it up. This is his comeback movie, okay? Uh, he really dedicated himself to the role of, 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 of what's, what's, what's his Rudy real name? Rudy Ray Moore. Rudy Ray Moore, baby. The, you know, Rudy Ray Moore, man, he did that for the people. He did you those know, movies. I'm, I'm, I'm going to just put an end to all this and go ahead with my top five best movies because I'm, I'm just suffering listening to this. Wow. All that's, right, dog. Whatever. Top five movies of 2019. Number five, Us. Damn. Wait, was that on my list? It should have been. I was surprised it didn't make it. I think I cut it out for uh, Joker. Uh, okay. Us. Yeah, Us. Uh, we reviewed it. It's Right now, it's our most listened to episode, actually. Oh, for real? Of us. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Uh, I think it's got like 200 listens or something like that. Uh, us, uh, directed by Jordan Peele, and I believe written also a screenplay by Jordan Peele. Yeah, that man Jordan Peele, he Great. did that. Please stop. Great horror movie. Great movie. Um, Great thriller movie. Amazing, you know, effects. I actually, I got it on Blu-ray and I saw the behind the scenes, what they would do to get like the actors, obviously they're not acting like, I mean, they're acting against themselves, but not, but they're like, not while they're not filming, in real life. Feel me? But, so they would do things like have a stand in yeah, yeah, yeah. or even Jordan Peele would like imitate the character while uh-huh. they answer. Please just stop, man. What are you doing? This is how I talk, baby. What are you talking about? He would imitate the character for them uh-huh. to act off of, and it was really impressive to see uh, how they did that. They would have the body doubles stand in sometimes. Wow. Oh, <laughs> uh, Pita and Yango. Oh my man, God. that goddess, As that a, African beautiful goddess. Uh, yo, man, the skin of probably the most beautiful of woman ivory. In the world. Uh, playing Adelaide and Red. Wow, you know, the duality her, her, of them her roles. Performance is red, one of the creepiest, you know, performances. Her I've voice, seen. the way she got her voice yeah, to be man. like that, yeah. though. Yeah, it was probably the creepiest performance of 2019. For for sure. You know, for sure. So yeah, five out of five. Yeah. Uh, number four. What that number four looking like? Dolomite is my name. Wow, that's Starring crazy. Eddie Murphy, yes, the one you just talked about. Uh, he went over it. 
you know, it's a movie by Rudy Ray Moore, creator of Dolomite, and how he created the film, how he got people to act in the film and whatnot. This man was a hardworking man. Oh, yeah. Very hardworking. He it's had, a very inspiring movie. Yeah, he, he kind of self-financed himself, you know what I'm saying? He, well, I mean, a, he little, kinda, a little help. From a me. little help, right, right, right. But, you know, he kind of had to go uh, and real do the hustle, you feel me? Mm. And he had to kind of tour the country and get his name out there. That's kind of, that's the work. That's the that's the game. That's mm-hmm. the, that's the acting game. That's the comedian game. You got to put yourself on the road. You got to get out there. And he he had the chops and he he put himself out there. He he Dude was brave. He was brazen for sure and brave, yes. Hmm. A great film. Uh I love to see Eddie Murphy make his comeback. Hilarious movie. Oh my god. It's you know so they funny. already they done finished uh, coming to America too already. Oh, they did. Oh, they good. finished. They That's finished. Filming. And, and guess what? what? Eddie Murphy's coming on SNL soon as well. And he he about to film a uh, uh, Beverly Hills Cop Four. Oh, so you gotta stop talking like that. Beverly Hills Cop Four. He's like Axel Foley, baby. Uh, do we need another Beverly Hills Cop? We don't. But guess what? Eddie uh, Murphy thinks we do. Well, uh, can you imagine Eddie, Eddie Murphy doing action sequences at his age? Yeah. My man. Oh, and uh, he's doing a stand up too, right? I'm ready for the, he, the no. The, he's he gonna do that after uh, Beverly Hills Cop. Oh, okay. Well, I'm ready for the the the, the Murphy Renaissance, the the Murphy, the Murphy songs, the, the Eddie songs, the Murphy songs, baby. The return of Eddie Murphy. Yeah. You know, I'm ready for the it. return of that of that man. Uh, number three is a tie. Okay, between and uh, it's a tie between The Irishman. For real. Yes, and Joker. Wow, both star both starring De Niro. Yep, both have Robert De Niro in them. The Irishman. The Irishman is three hours and I believe 30, 29, 29 minutes. minutes. Oh, That's a long it's, it's ass long. movie. I watched it in two parts. I um, watched it in three. I couldn't oh, do it. <laughs> I could I couldn't do it. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, oh, I just remembered something. This is a bit of a digression, but I just want to talk about uh, uh, Undercover Brother 2 real quick. God damn. Just, just real quick. Just short. Ain't nobody want to go back just to that? Something. What are you talking about? I was watching it with my dad. And at a certain point, he just looks over at me. He's like, man, why, why are we watching this stupid shit? I would, too. And just remembering my dad just look over to me and just say that one sentence. It just made me... It's like, it's the look us, he's like, why are we watching this stupid shit, man? I just remembered that. Oh, my God. Hee, hee, ha. Uh, but yeah, back to back to Irishman and Joker. The Irishman and they're they're not they're they're similar in that they're kind of filmed similarly, right? Because Joker is very clearly inspired by a Scorsese, a Scorsese films. type of movie, and Irishman is a Scorsese movie. It is, and uh, it stars uh, oh my Al Pacino, God. Al Pacino, Joe Pesci, Joe Pesci, that man, De Niro. I mean the, the Scorsese classics, you know, you know. Nah, uh, uh, Al Pacino. This is his first time working with uh, Scorsese. Really? Yeah. Are you sure? This their first time working together. I gotta Google that. Don't I mean, I like mean, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, the, the main guy in this movie. Joe Pesci. No, the main guy. Oh, you mean the character? No, the guy who plays the main guy. Al Pacino. De Niro. De Niro. Oh yeah, De Niro. Yeah, De Niro and Pacino worked together before, but uh, Not this is the first Scorsese time. Movie. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. In the heat, I think you it was. You just gonna talk like that for the rest of the, the show. Heat. What? Please stop, you. <laughs> Please stop. This <laughs> you is just me. gonna talk like that? Okay. 
Um, yeah, my favorite performance was Al Pacino. He did an amazing job. I think this is the role. best work he had in years. Oh my god, years. He killed it, dog. He, it was so good. It was so good. The the, the cinematography in this movie was, was alright. You remember what Al Pacino's character was? Yes. What was his Jimmy name? Hoffa. Jimmy Hoffa. Yes. Hua. Um, <laughs> the movie it was uh, it was about uh, Robert De Niro who played like a gangster who, who plays the Irishman. Yes, he's the titular Irishman. Were those eye contacts like distracting to you? At certain points, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and that uh, the the CG, the aging didn't even couldn't they, even they, tell. You really couldn't tell. I like, no, when, I'm, when, I, I'm saying I couldn't tell they de-aged him. That in the first part when uh, Joe Pesci and De Niro meet. Yeah. They look like CG characters. Yeah, I couldn't even tell. Really? That they was that they was young. <laughs> them, them dudes was old the oh, whole movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, uh, it was interesting to see Joe Pesci play a character that's not usually yeah he's he was very he was very reserved in this movie yeah he's usually playing the you know the the loud hey you know come come over here you know he he plays the white version of you (laughs) in life that's right (laughs) ha ha you know I (laughs) fuck you man. My voice is deeper than Joe Pesci's. I, I don't know about on. that, young man. I don't know about hey, that. Joe Pesci, <laughs> did, yeah, it was it was interesting to see Joe Pesci play a more low key character, and he played it very well. It was another great. Perf- this movie is filled with great performances. No one did a bad job at all. Ain't nobody did a bad performance. It was really good. Um, I, I think highly recommended. Uh, it lives up to the hype. And Joker, you went over Joker already. Uh, you know, similar reasons. Very great movie. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix turned in an amazing performance. Robert De Niro turned in an amazing performance. Everyone did a great job on both of those films, and they're both they both come highly recommended from both of us. Um, just curious, where let, let's say hypothetically it was a top ten, where would you put The Irishman? Dang, The Irishman, I don't know. It was a little bit of a slow burn for me. You feel me? Mm. So I'm gonna have to put that maybe at like number six, number seven. Yeah, that was a common uh criticism. That was kind of slow. Yeah, you know I didn't mind it because if you if it's a Scorsese movie and you've watched Scorsese movies, uh-huh. you know what you're getting into. Exactly, so, but yeah, I, was, I, was, I feel like a lot of Scorsese movies, you feel me, mm. are a lot more high octane, like the uh, mm. like the the uh, uh, the Goodfellas. Yeah. Okay. Casino. Okay. Yeah. Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, his most Wolf recent movie was mm. definitely high octane. You feel me? Mm. So I feel like this was a kind of. I wouldn't say it was. It would be the top. The top five of Scorsese movies, you feel me? Mm. But it was, it was all right. It was, it was, it was okay. It was a good, like, it was good. That's what I'm gonna say. It yeah, was I good. This movie was great. I mean, I you bet know, you would. Just, just good. It, uh, if uh, in terms of Scorsese movies, good, great, better, it was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, Avengers Endgame. Oh, baby. Like you know, again, uh, Justin already went over it. Avengers Endgame. It was the cl- it was the culmination of like ten, eleven, ten, years of eleven movies. years of movies. It's it's. I don't know if My we'll G. ever see like a moment like this in film again. Where nah, you take bro. This just large story in this yeah. big like uh-huh. ending. You know, to this like saga of like what? How many movies? Twenty three. I 23 think twenty three movies. Twenty three movies. Jesus Christ! Ain't dude, that crazy? You know, a, a villain that lives up to the high. Although I feel like he was a little he better. Was, he was lessened in this movie yeah. for sure. I kind of get it because Thanos, Infinity War was, was Thanos', Thanos movie. movie. Exactly. And Endgame is, you know, the heroes coming back to fight Thanos. Exactly. So I get it. Um, 
all the all the heroes felt like they got a good amount of time, you know, representation. Uh, Except those we didn't see, of course. Like I really wish Black Panther hadn't died yeah. or whatever. I but mean, you know, he he had his moments in the in the culmination. Did the he though? Fight. Yeah, For the real? third act he did when he when he had the glove. You know, he was doing his thing. You know. Ducking and dodged and fighting. You know, he had his moments. Oh, 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 okay. So the black man was doing a lot of the running and ducking and dodging. Okay, you know Shucking what? and diving. That's what you're saying, you, huh? No one said anything about shucking and diving. My, my man was you, doing you added what black words. men do. We very athletic is what you're saying, I mean, huh? he is an athletic character. Oh, okay. That's what he, that's what he good for, Spider-Man being athletic? athletic? too. Oh, okay. Great. Cool. I, mean, I, see, know, where, I see where your head is the... at. I see where your head is at, brother. Okay. I see where you at. Don't don't do my thing. That's my thing. I do that. Don't don't do that. Avengers Endgame loved it, man. Yo, I'm probably watching a million. I'll I'll come back to it over and over and over again. Damn, you a nerd. Oh yeah, for sure. You a what? Number two. You a black nerd. You a blur. Okay. And number one, Queen and Slim. Damn, I gotta see that movie. Can I ask you something? What took you so long to respond to me? I didn't feel like being alone. Not tonight. So you turned to Tinder. What made you pick me? I liked your picture. You had this sad look on your face. I felt sorry for you. Damn. You made a playlist? That's cute. Don't go through my phone. <laughs> so what happens tonight? You're going to drop me off and then you'll go home, I guess. Oh. Did you think we were going to have sex? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah. <laughs> no. Failed to execute a turn signal back there. Oh, my bad. Step out of the vehicle. Can I ask why, officer? No, you may not. Put your hands on the head and get on the ground now. Are you serious? Get on the ground! Why is he under arrest? Get back in the car! I am an attorney. Damn, I'm just reaching for my cell phone! You still ain't seen it yet? Bro, Man. You know... I originally I had the lighthouse on this list. Thank God you it was not. I do not want to talk about that slow ass movie. Oh my god. I don't know why you don't like that movie. That movie was that, great, bro. That movie was slow as hell and confusing we, as a mother. We're talking about a different movie. Queen and Slim knocked the lighthouse off of this list. And Queen and Slim, the best way to describe it, and I'm I'm gonna be as vague as possible so I don't spoil nothing for you. It's like a modern black fable. Okay. It's the best way I can like Describe not it. modern day Bonnie and Clyde, but modern. I mean that as well, but it's, it it the movie it feels almost like a fable, mm-hmm. like a story someone's telling. Mm-hmm. But not in that like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood type thing. It's just like when you're watching the movie, it just you know it has that feel to it. And just rolls. it stars uh Daniel Kaluuya from Get Out, another great movie, who plays uh, S- uh Slim, and looking up the actress real quick because she was pretty ta- she was very talented in the film she's a bit of a newcomer as well yeah i've never seen her before uh jody turner smith as queen and you did know they, the, oh, let me ask you did they ever have names in the movie not really like, were they ever did they ever direct direct each other like directly no. like no never i don't think they any- did no one even called them queen and slim in the movie so when they were talking to people just no one said their name not that I can recall, and it was weird Damn, because uh, uh, no, that's for that, that's a good thing. No, uh, Queen's uncle shows up in the movie too, so I don't know. Yeah, uh huh. And uncle. you know, Slim's dad isn't. But yeah, no, uh-huh, uh, not yeah. that I recall. I don't think anyone ever said their names. That's weird. Don't yeah. think, but I guess there's a little as little anonymity. You yeah. feel me? A little mystique to the movie. Yeah. So you know, the movie is about a couple who 
is just leaving their first date. On the awkwardest, most on the most awkward first date. Oh yeah, it was a very awkward first date. It was a Tinder date. I uh, love those. <laughs> right? They end in sex. Um, and you know, Slim thinks he's gonna get some. He ain't getting none. Wow. I mean, it is. He, it is what he it felt is. the vibe, but she wasn't she feeling wasn't it. Feeling it Man, all. that's crazy. So they get stopped by a cop on the way to. Was he Slim. white? I mean, obviously, you know, you obviously know. in Ohio. Oh like yeah, that. he was white. He was white as snow. <laughs> and the cop, let me tell you, this cop just wanted to shoot Daniel Kaluuya. Man. Oh, for real? You know, you know what the the escalation to like the cop was? What? All Slim said was, "Hey, you know, could we hurry this up a little bit? I'm I'm getting cold out here." And instantly, the cop was like, "Get on the ground! Get on the ground now!" Wow, that's real life. <laughs> that was the escalation. That's art imitating life now, right there. I don't know necessarily if that's super realistic. But I mean, like just off of him saying, "Hey, can we hurry up a little bit? It's getting cold out here." That seemed a little so, excessive. <laughs> it was, yeah, I'm it's like, okay, clearly bit. this cop was just waiting to shoot a black person. Clearly, okay, because it's first to escalate that quickly, and the rest of the movie is just so you know. If you've seen the trailers, they uh, end up shooting the cop by accident. Well, it was self defense more than accident, and the rest of the movie they spend on the run. It's a beautiful film. Shot well. Each, First time director. Wow. And it's amazing. She previously directed music videos, and you can kind of tell, mm-hmm. but not necessarily in a negative fashion. Mm. Like Mark um, Webb. Yeah, they go to Ohio, New Orleans. I think they spent, they, yeah, they spent a little time S- in Florida. Excuse me, young man. We don't say New Orleans. We say oh. Nolens. My mistake, Nolens. There yeah, you go. Nolens. Um, Bokeem Woodbine turns an amazing performance. As his character. I'm not going to say, just, you know, to keep it who safe for you. Bokeem Woodbine, man. I know who that is. Shocker from Spider-Man. Bokeem Woodbine. I know who you're Paul talking about, Oh, bro. okay, you're talking about who is I that? love that man. <laughs> you know that, that's the, bla- that's the, 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 the black, bald, young-headed Sam Jackson. Oh, yeah. He's very underrated as an actor. And is it just me, or is he, like, slowly turning into Dave Chappelle? He does look I swear. Close your eyes in the movie when he pops up. And like you'll see scene. Dave Chappelle. You'll you'll he, all you hear is Dave Chappelle talking. I swear. Wow. He even because he's even starting to look like him a little bit too. Because you know how Dave Chappelle's getting a little more swole these days, right? He's, yeah, he's been starting swole. To, They're starting to look similar. Yeah. Listen, have them in a movie playing twins. But I believe it. Yeah, it would work. Uh, you know the great soundtrack. Oh yeah, I listened to the movie you soundtrack to, without yeah. even seeing the movie. Yeah. I love that uh, that song with uh, Lauren Hill. Man. Oh my god! That song, I think it's "Open the Gates" or something. I think is what it's called. I've been playing "Guarding the Gates." Guarding the Gates. I've been that playing that song soundtrack on repeat, man. Beautiful. Oh my goodness! I Every mean, day. I ain't know how much I miss Lauren Hill's voice on the airwaves, mm-hmm. but I missed that mother mm-hmm. right there. You feel me? The only negative I would say, and this could just be an experience thing, Daniel Kaluuya is very talented at just coming off as just a regular dude. Like, you don't even realize he's, like, doing a performance. He doesn't feel like a movie character. He just feels like a guy, which is great. Jodie Turner-Smith, however, feels like a movie character with her performance. The whole way through? Yeah, kind of. Oh. A lot of it is with her line de- delivery. Now, I don't know. Both of them are British. So I don't know if it's because she's Damn, British. Damn, can we get some actual <laughs> Americans playing Americans? It's fine. She did a fine job. She was still good. I don't give a damn. And Dan Kaluuya, of course, was amazing. But yeah, Jodie Turner-Smith, I just, I don't know. She 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 felt very much like a movie character to me. This is, this is partly why I don't like Henry Cavill as Superman. <laughs> Get me 
an American white man. What about Spider-Man? Tom Holland too. Really? Yes. This, is, this is exactly why I felt that Ben Affleck was perfect because he had the swagger of an actual American. Oh my god. Now we got Robert Pattinson. Make movie roles American again? Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Black and white American. Oh, man. But, yeah, Queen of Slim, five out of five. I loved this movie. I want to watch it a million times. It is amazing. It's great, bro. You got to see it. Oh, I'm, I'm going to see it. I'm going to see it either this weekend. See it ASAP. Yeah, because it ain't going to be in long. Okay, what's, oh, your, yeah. what's your honorable honor mentions? Child's Play 2019. Okay. I know you ain't liked it. I, I, like, I really like it. It surprised me with how much I liked it. It surprises me how much you like it. <laughs> Brightburn. Damn it! That was that's another one. That's another one you gonna put on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Toy Story Four. Mm-hmm. Shazam. Mm-hmm. It Chapter Two. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't you think you liked that. that oh, as, yeah, as I liked much. it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, not as much as the first one, but I still enjoyed it. I was okay. entertained. Okay. Uh, Spider Man Far From Home. Mm-hmm. And Paid by Numbers Marvel. The Lighthouse. God. Okay, great. We don't have to talk about it. Great. Glad you liked it. Okay. That was this year in terrible and good movies mm-hmm. from coming from the words. Wait, no. Words <laughs> coming from blurs. <laughs> That's our word on it. I mean, oh, man, what are 2019. It was a it was a it was a good year. Uh, even the 2020 is looking stacked for movies. 2020, well. 2021, 2022. The yeah. next three years are stacked, not just in comic book movies, but dramas, comedies. I mean, even within the next couple of weeks, Uncut Gems looks amazing. I want to see that. Although it kind of annoys me because I know Adam Sandler is going to do a great job. And it's like, why can't you do a great job all the time? Why are you so mediocre on purpose? Like, you're talented, man. You're so talented. You could be doing uncut. I don't know. Like, I I still think Spanglish is one of his better movies. Jeez. What was that other movie? The the, the 9-11 movie? Um, Upon Me. What was it? That Adam Sandler was in? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And, like either. his family died in 9/11 or something. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know the name of it though, but okay. yeah, I know what you're talking about. Uh uh Oh my god, it's on the tip of my Rain over me. Mm. Yeah, it was I mean, come on. He's he's super talented, but instead he does uh, J- Jack and grown Jill. Ups. Or, or grown ups or Jack and Jill. Like, come on, man. He, and he already he said if he doesn't win the Oscar, he's going to purposely do another terrible comedy. Oh, you that that is that's a terroristic threat. <laughs> that is that is messed I, up. I might just give him the Oscar just because he said that. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh man. You see the Oscars though? The Oscars? Yeah, no, the Oscars like the nominees. Wait, they haven't come they haven't out come yet. Out yet. Oh, okay. My bad. I'm I'm thinking of another award show then. Yeah. Uh so uh, I want to go ahead and give the people your socials. The socials. Okay, people. You can follow me on Instagram at one handsome geek, spelled how it sounds: O N E H A N D S O M E G E E K. Follow me on Twitter at jbat97. That's jbat97. Follow me on PSN at mystery997. That's mystery like the books 997. Adu, what about you? You can follow me on Twitter and IG at adu underscore man. That is one a two d's one o underscore m a n. Follow me at PSN at admant. That is 1A2DsMANT. Follow, Follow the show. The show words, words from Blurred. Spelled how it sounds. sounds. Uh, like, subscribe, share, rate. comment. We're on what? Uh, everywhere. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Spotify. SoundCloud. 
Just Google us. We'll be there. You know, uh, tell us what you think of our lists, whether you agree, disagree, what you would put, what you, what you would take put. away. Uh, thank you to everyone who's been listening. Another year done. Another season done. Uh, any last words for listeners for 2019? Look out for 2020. We're doing big things. Making big moves. We are not stopping until the world can hear us. Can't stop. Uh, 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 won't, won't stop. Because we are bad boys for life. And that is the show. Are out.